Hello, and welcome to The Talking Buddha, your story podcast. Please let us know what you think and tell other people about us on social media. Also, subscribe to our podcast to get an update on the latest stories. You can follow us on Instagram. Our Insta handle is The Talking Buddha. You can also share your feedback, or if you have an interesting story to tell, we will be glad to hear it and feature it on our podcast. For more information, log into www.thetalkingbuddha.com. Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Talking Buddha Your Story podcast. My name is Anmol, and I'm your host. No matter where you live, life nowadays is about change, challenges, and adversity. Every person is going through a collective adversity. Wherever you look, new problems and issues are being excavated. Whether it's personal or public, the theme of life nowadays has become overcoming the challenges. But how do we go about doing that? Let's keep that in mind as we travel back many millennia when God himself used to live on earth with humans. Today's story is about God. Yes, God. If you find that absurd, let's think about a simple fact. Who invented God? Where did his myths and legends come from? No matter whichever religion or faith you commit to, one thing is for certain that God once walked amongst us mortals. He lived in the midst of his own creations. Now whether you take the case of Jesus, Abraham or Buddha, all divine powers have once upon a time stayed amongst us and noticed our follies and flaws. For the purpose of this story, let us hail back to that age where God had deemed mankind fit enough for his own presence. After creating the universe, the flora, the fauna, the sun, stars, God had created a species that resembled him and understood him, spoke his language and tried to be like him. He deemed the human race as his favorite and decided to live amongst us performing his miracles, controlling the destinies of all and doing his divine duties. He used to live like a normal human being, like any other person at that time. He used to wake up at a certain time and go to bed as well. He was the almighty creator and everyone was aware of this. They were aware of his divine powers and used to come to him for advice, wish fulfillment and answers to their life's conundrums. I mean, if today we knew that God was living a block away, wouldn't we all swarm outside his apartment and create a ruckus? As time went by, God started to doubt his judgment of living amongst the creature he had created with so much love. God found out that mankind was making him weary. People are strange. They want something so much and no matter what, once they get it. They always find themselves wanting something else. The demands were unceasing. God would get a knock in the middle of the night. Somebody would knock and say, Why have you done this? Why have you not do it this way? When will I get what I ask for? It seemed that everybody was advising or confronting him at every point. People would stop him in the street and ask him, Why isn't the rain on this time this year? When will my daughter get married? Why have my crops failed? Everybody was always praying and mostly their prayers were contradictory. A man would come and would say, Today let there be sun, 
because I'm going to wash my clothes. And somebody else come and he would say, Today, let there be rain because I'm going to plant trees. These constant demands were making God feel like disappearing from the face of earth. There is no limit to desire of mankind. One day, as God sat in a field pondering how to solve this mystery, he was approached by an old farmer. And like many others, the farmer had its own opinion about how to run the world. The farmer was a respected member of the village. He had himself come up to God many times with same concern or another. The farmer had the same complaint every time. His crops had suffered due to the changing weather. Sometimes the sun would shine so bright that the crops would die. Or sometimes there would be a storm and it would destroy his crops. The farmer had been one of the most dedicated ones in his profession and was upset about the circumstances, making his hard work void. He was tired of suffering poverty and hunger due to the changing seasons. So he made up his mind to talk about this to God. The farmer spoke to God and decided that the mystery of all mankind's suffering lay in the most essential need that people face, hunger and poverty. So he said, Look, you may be God and you may have created the world. But one thing I must say to you, you are not a farmer and you don't know the importance of farming and, of course, challenges of a farmer. And your whole nature and the functioning of your nature is so absurd. And this, I say out of my whole life's experience, you have to learn something. You have to change the way the world works. God said, what's your advice? The farmer said confidently, you give me one year's time and just let things be according to me and see what happens. There will be no poverty left. Crops in the land will flourish and no one will go to bed hungry. My solution will ensure there are no famines. God in his infinite wisdom smiled at the farmer and said, My son, be very sure of what you are asking me. You think that making the process perfect will ensure a perfect outcome. But is this what you truly desire? The farmer was strong-willed and stuck to his ground. Yes, God, if you grant me total control over the climate, I shall change the fate of the people who are suffering. I am sure of that. God agreed to this and one harvest season was given to the farmer. Now the climate and conditions were changed according to this old farmer's will. Naturally, he asked for the best. He thought only of the best. No thunder, no strong winds, no dangers to the crop. Everything was comfortable and optimal to ensure the best crops and the farmers in the land were very, very happy. Other farmers, they praised the old farmer for speaking up to God. They worshipped him for fighting for the best possible conditions for their precious crops. Sure enough, in a couple of months, the results began to show. The wheat was growing so high. No dangers were there. No hindrances were there. Everything was moving according to the old farmer's desire. When he wanted sun, there was sun. When he wanted rain, there was rain. And as much as he wanted. In the old days, sometimes it rained too much and the rivers would be flooded. 
and the crops would be destroyed and sometimes it would not rain enough and the land would remain dry and the crops would ultimately die it was very rare that things were just right to ensure a good crop but this year everything was put right mathematically right the wheat was growing so high that the farmer was very happy he went to god and proclaimed look this time the crops will be such that for 10 years if people don't work there will be enough food soon harvest season came and the crops were cut but to the farmer's surprise when the crops were cut there was no wheat inside the farmer was at a loss for words he had ensured all conditions to be favorable for a good crop he had taken care of everything the wind the sun the rain and the soil there had been absolutely no challenge to the growth of the wheat he then turned to the god he asked god what happened what went wrong i did everything to get a perfect harvest god smiled and said do you remember when you come to me and i asked if you were sure about your wish this result is a consequence of only focusing on avoiding the challenges you didn't think about the normal process and the outcome you thought that by exerting control over the circumstances and by ensuring the best crop conditions you could influence the outcome but my son that isn't how life goes because there was no challenge because there was no difficulty because there was no conflict no friction because all was good you avoided all that was bad the wheat remained impotent a little struggle is must storms are needed thunder lightning is needed they shake up the soul inside the wheat this is how the biologically wheat grows the farmer then realized his human error like many people before him he thought that the answer to all his life's problems lay in solving the most immediate problem by getting rid of the challenges that was right before him he didn't see the larger picture and failed to see the struggles he was facing were there for a reason this story is a powerful metaphor for our own souls they are like the wheat when all conditions are favorable and pleasant we rarely ever experience growth difficulties and challenges make us strong because we develop the skill needed to weather storms all suns and no storms don't build resilience when we are faced by challenges that shake us up it's the universe putting us through our personal storm and while we are in the eye of the storm we may feel lost and uncertain we may feel disappear and break down but once the storm is over you won't remember how you made it through how you managed to survive you won't even be sure whether the storm is really over but one thing is certain when you come out of the storm you won't be the same person who walked in that's what the storms all about no matter who you are or where you come from we all have to overcome adversity success is not determined by how skilled you are in avoiding challenges but how you let it mold you once you face them will you let adversity break your will or use it to strengthen your soul adversity can make you stronger if you let it 
if you surrender to it and learn where you're going through it instead of feeling self-pity about your circumstances. Ships don't sink because of the water around them. Ships sink because of the water that gets in them. Take a moment to think about the successful people you know. Was it their talent or skill that catapulted them to success? Were they born with the road of success already paved for them by family influence or affluence? Most likely, the answer is no. It is more likely that these successful people have gone through difficulties and setbacks, just like rest of us. The main difference is that most of them have one common characteristic, and that is resilience. The skill of resilience is very important in life, and it's a quality that grows like a planted seed. It is watered by inner strength and external troubles, both needed in equal measure. The wise person goes with the river, flows with the flow, moves with the wind. The wisdom of life is understanding that nothing is permanent, not the sunshine, nor the storm. So if you are feeling lost in the middle of the storms of life, know that soon enough, your soul will blossom and you will understand that adversity is essential for transformation. If you feel that you are in dark, it's because you have been planted in this and this is part of a bigger plan. You just have to wait for the right season to harvest all the success that awaits you. So that was the story guys. Do let me know what you think about the story. Because every story has two sides and there is no beginning or an end to it. We really hope that you have enjoyed listening to this episode. Please let us know what you think about today's story. We would love to hear from you. All you have to do is send an email to podcast at thetalkingbuddha.com. Meanwhile, stay tuned for more stories. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Thanks for listening.